Hello, this is Joe, the Connection Counselor, and today on Executive Presence Morsels, we'll be sampling another bite-sized learning to help you be seen, be heard, and be elevated. Okay, maybe you've decided this is the year that you are really going to develop your executive presence. You've just read a book, maybe mine, maybe someone else's, or you've come out of a course and you're like, man, I am going to nail this executive presence thing this year. Maybe it's New Year's Eve and it's your resolution. I'm going to take things to the next level. I've been told in my 360 feedback that I need more executive presence. I'm just going to go for it this year. And you just feel the spirit and the motivation moving inside you. And then six weeks later, what has happened? Right? For most of us, maybe you started off and you were excited and you had a good start and then all of a sudden life got in the way. Other things happened and then everything just fizzled out. And just like the many other New Year's resolutions or promises to yourself that you make, it's discarded by the side of the road and then there are other priorities that you really focus on and take care of. You fall in for what I like to call, and I've done this myself, the hallelujah trap, right? Do you know what the hallelujah trap is? I like to think of it um, as you're in your house of worship, whether it's a church or a synagogue or a mosque, and you have just heard just the most amazing sermon and words and inspiration, and you've decided you are going to change your life. You are going to love your fellow man and woman, you are just going to be a better person, you're going to respect the environment, you're going to respect all the creatures and and nature, and you're going to turn over a new leaf, you're going to stop any sort of bad habits or, you know, unhealthy relationships, and you're just so excited and you just have to glow, you know, you have to glow as you head out of the building, get into your car, you turn the car on, you pull out into the parking lot and you haven't even gone more than let's say you know 20 or 30 feet and someone else cuts you off in the parking lot what happens right you start cursing and you know you start road raging and what happened to that person what happened to that person who was going to change the world change themselves right i'll tell you what's happened you had outsized motivation and goodwill and good intention and and energy, but what you lacked, right? And, And I'll get to how this applies to executive presence in just a moment. What you lacked was the practice, right? You lacked the practice of taking that feeling and that motivation and applying it in the real world. And to all aspects of life, not just when you're sitting in a building with a, with a bunch of other like-minded worshipers, listening to a great message, and just feeling wonderful, right? There's, there's no challenges. No one's attacking you. No one's cutting you off. No one's, you know, um, giving you grief or putting stress in a way that would force you to, to control yourself and, and react um, in a way maybe that's not as natural for you to do. So the reason why I bring this up with respect to executive presence is there are skills that are part of executive presence that are helpful to practice so you become better 
at showing the executive presence you already have, right? And the two basic skills that you will need, right, is the ability to inspire confidence, right? So how do you inspire confidence in others? And are you able to do that? Especially, especially, right? Because it really matters in situations where people aren't going to be confident or it's going to be hard to win their confidence, right? So that's the first thing, right? Are you able to inspire confidence in those situations, right? And what sort of confidence, right? That you can lead well in a given situation. So whatever that means, whether that means taking charge, whether that means getting input, whatever is specifically required for the situation. I, I really don't like to share specific checklists or things you can do because they're not principles, right? Those are tactics and strategies that may work for a given situation, but they may actually backfire and be the worst thing for you to do in a given situation if you don't understand the principles of what's going on behind it. So I want to share with you some important ways to practice and, and this thinking is inspired by a book that I read um, by Jocko Willink and Leif Babin um, on uh, leadership skills inspired by their time uh, in the Navy SEALs. And uh, three aspects of practice. So the first is your executive presence practice should be realistic, right? If you are in a situation where you have to exhibit executive presence with sharks and you practice your executive presence with minnows, well, when it comes time to, to really uh, show what you have in front of the sharks, you're not going to be as well off, right? Or to put it in, you know, uh, maybe a different vein, you know, if, if you're, you know, getting ready to prepare for uh, some sort of competition with other adults and you practice with sort of uh, small children, right, who, you know, are not physically uh, able to keep up with you, well, you're going to feel great, right, like dunking on like a five-year-old, but that's not going to go so well when, you know, the person that you're facing is, you know, six foot five and, you know, 250 pounds, right? So your practice should be realistic and simulate, right? It doesn't always have to be exactly the same and sometimes that's not safe or desirable or even possible, um, but it should simulate realistic situations. So when you're in that situation, it's not like the first time you're like, whoa, this is different. The second thing I want to share is you should be practicing fundamentals, right? So if there are certain things that you've recognized that you need to do better, um, or you need to stop doing, uh, you should drill those fundamentals to the point where it almost becomes automatic, right? You know, they often call it like, oh, they're unconscious, right? They're just doing it so automatically, right? So by drilling the fundamentals, you know, you don't have to think about it. And, and that allows you to respond, one, more quickly, and two, I would say even more importantly, more naturally, right? You're not pulling out a checklist. You're not running a computer program and saying, oh, now I should practice some gravitas or, oh, now I should be in a power pose or stand taller. No, no, it's too late. It's fake. It's creepy. It's weird. No, you already have to be able to respond in that natural way. And how do you get there? By drilling the fundamentals. And the last principle I want to share with you 
is your practice should be effective. So what do I mean by that? If you practice something 10,000 hours and you just keep on doing the same thing the wrong way, I'm sorry to tell you, you're not going to be in Carnegie Hall, right? Or get into Juilliard just by repeating the same four bad notes over and over again, right? Your practice needs to be effective. What does that mean? That means you need feedback to improve and you need to practice in a way that stretches you, right? If you just practice a whole bunch and you're comfortable at playing the same four notes, well, that's great. You play those four notes perfectly, but we need someone who can play 80 different notes in different tempos with their eyes closed, upside down, underwater, right? So practicing effectively is also a key. So when you're able to practice executive presence in the situation, you will be able to deliver it much more effectively. Thanks for listening to Executive Presence Morsels. This is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor. Remember, it's not what you say, do, or wear. It's how you make people feel that generates executive presence. Nothing else matters. If you'd like, please stay tuned for a preview of tomorrow's episode, brought to you by our sponsor. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Season 3 of Executive Presence Morsels. Hope you've been enjoying our time together. Today I want to really drill down into the concept of presence. Sometimes we overthink presence and what that really means and we think it has to be some big, you know, gravitational pull and everyone's like, oh my gosh, you know, so-and-so has arrived. But at its essence... Thanks for listening. Can't wait to share the rest of the episode with you. Join us next time for another tasty Executive Presence Morsel. So.